Welcome to Tracklisting, the podcast where a musician, a comedian, and a painter review old albums for some reason. This is Nick. This is Chris. And this is Caleb. And this week we have uh, our annual spooky Christmas edition. Merry Christmas, everyone. This is my pick. We are reviewing the soundtrack to Scrooged. Scrooge. I'm already scared. <laughs> Scrooge! <laughs> We've gotten our uh, Halloween and Christmas wires mixed this year. Oh, 1988 Scrooge. This was uh, when I was a kid. There was a string of a few years where, for whatever reason, I think it was driven by my brother, me, and my dad, where we would uh, rent this movie every year for Christmas. We were big Bill Murray fans, and uh, you know, I think that some of the glow from Ghostbusters and Groundhog Day was kind of like overlapping on this film. Yeah. Which I will be defending tonight, but uh I uh <laughs> I watched this movie last Christmas, uh my with my family at my behest. I chose it and um everyone was kind of upset with me after the <laughs> after the viewing. I listened to the soundtrack with my family uh last Christmas and uh everyone got really upset. <laughs> right away <laughs> i okay so we we run into a lot of kind of uh dodgy covers in the albums that we review on the soundtrack and this is the dodgy cover of a movie this is uh a christmas carol retold in the style of 1988 mm-hmm. screwball comedy mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. uh so let's hear the first track let's get into this uh, first we've got annie lennox and al green with put a little love in your heart cover for the soundtrack is terrifying <laughs> it's bill murray and like frizzled <laughs> out hair smoking a cigar looks cracked out yeah i think it's the the ghost of christmas future is lighting his cigar al green and annie lennox huh uh two two artists <laughs> that i love yeah uh, reverend al green he like kind of al green famously retired from secular music making in the I want to say late 70s. I think this was a little bit of a, a little loophole because it's kind of quasi-religious. It's Christmassy. Christmas for a Christmas movie? Yeah, sure, sure, it's sure. It's a cover of Survey a... Survey says... <laughs> Christmas. Uh, Christmas. I think this is the, the closing the closing music to the yeah, film. Yeah, I think this is probably the, the most uh, popular song on the album. Well, <laughs> actually, I saw that... So this is a soundtrack, uh, not to give too much away, nine tracks. Uh, and I think I read that, like, maybe seven of them were released as singles, oh, which is baffling to me but uh anyways analytics i also love from uh, the rhythmics yeah i mean i love cake and i love beer <laughs> but i don't want to mix them together i don't think it's the mixture of the happens. two that is the problem i think yeah, you probably i think that it's the know. 1988 like uh synthesizer <laughs> chorus in the background <laughs> <laughs> i'm trying to get you guys in the spooky christmas mood 
So just embrace it. I won't do it. I'm a Scrooge myself, okay? Oh, My neighbors are having a party outside right now, and I want to scream at them and <laughs> throw an ice bucket onto their fire pit. I'm already scared of track two. This is Mark Lennon with A Wonderful Life. yourself why you there all alone ain't there no one else try to laugh at what you're going through but you gotta shake this ugly thing that's gotta hold on you you got the world at your fingertips but you better loosen up before you lose your grip all right mark lennon <laughs> every once in a while i'll hear a song that i i don't I can't even place in a genre. Yeah. No, scatting over synthesizers. That's, that's, the, that's the first. Caribbean synths. <laughs> <laughs> kind of boy band vocals. Yeah, I mean, you know, you ask Mark Lennon, what kind of music do you make? And he's yeah. like, well, you know, I don't like, it's kind of, um, well, I, uh, uh, Mark Lennon. It's kind of like a, it's like a theme song for a, a pilot that never goes. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I should so, also say, in context for this episode, we've been on a string of uh, reviewing some good soundtracks, and we have another good soundtrack for you next week. So I have to mix it up. Yeah, yeah, you gotta throw, <laughs> you gotta throw Mark Lennon's theme song to a white guy who flies a plane in the Bahamas. Like that's what I imagine. It's gotta be what it is. I think the guy that wrote the Seinfeld theme song was maybe influenced by that track. Yeah, yeah, maybe it's got a little. Pow. I'm thinking the the show you're talking about. It's like the elevator pitch. It's like it's Magnum PI meets uh, like Mr. Belvedere. Yeah, meets Wings. <laughs> <laughs> Magnum PI meets Wings. That's what he's a, he's a you know he's a pilot for hire in the Bahamas. Single dad. Single dad. <laughs> Bill Murray had made Ghostbusters and it said that it was a little too intense yeah, in the yeah. process and said, I need a break. Took yeah. a break. This is him coming back from that Ghostbusters break. Well, it's a, you know, it's a story that just hasn't been told a lot. That's the thing about A Christmas Carol. Dickens? Is that it's <laughs> it hasn't been told I mean, every year in a different fashion. Okay. <laughs> I gotta say, man, this is like, it's it's like Hamlet. There's the, the, the play inside the play. There's yeah. like the uh, production, the television production of A Christmas Carol. They're just calling it Scrooge. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There's a production of Scrooge inside the show. I don't know. I think this movie's good, you think it's man. it's good? Yeah. Well, no. I'm, it's I, fine. I think it's, it's fine. fine. I think yeah. it's fine. It's fine. I think I was, um, I think I was under the impression it was like a holiday classic that was like on the level of Groundhog Day. It is not that. Don't I, go in here thinking yeah. it's like going to knock your socks off. It's I think Christ- very okay. Christmas movies. The trailer is like, awful. Like Elf. Elf is better. But uh, what is a better like holiday? Well, I mean. Santa Claus. Muppets uh, Christmas Carol. Yes. Santa Claus is not good. Tim <laughs> Allen, man. Come on. Uh, Fred Claus. <laughs> No. Uh, <laughs> Christmas with the Cranks. Die no. Hard. Yes, that is good. Um, uh, <laughs> um, a Crazy Night. Maybe National Lampoon's Christmas, Christmas Vacation. Christmas Vacation? Yeah, yeah, I don't take that. Oh, for come sure. on. Yeah. Groundhog Day. You've never even seen this movie. Groundhog Day is the best. <laughs> I've seen the trailer and that is enough. <laughs> come on. Track three, New Voices of Freedom featuring Adrian McDonald and George Pendergrass. Sweetest Thing. 
song by like uh, some kind of acapella group. I was yeah. a little shocked to find out that uh, George Pendergrass is, is not, not, re- related not related to, to Teddy Pendergrass. That's what I was just looking up right now. There's yeah, a yeah. lot of Pendergrasses out and there, not guys. T-Pain either, <laughs> by proxy. T-Pain. Not T-Pain, who's Teddy Pendergrass's kid. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. That's what T-Pain stands for. Speaking of nepotism, I think there are three brothers of Bill Murray in this. There's Bill Murray... His brother is played by his actual brother. Brian Doyle. Mur- no, oh, no, no. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Brian Doyle actually, plays yeah, his father in a flashback. <laughs> yeah, his right. younger brother plays his younger brother. And then I think there's a third. Um, there's a third Murray brother that's just like in a scene. He's a film executive in the movie? No, he's a, he's right? a head, of a, head television, of a television network. Television okay. network. Well, and they're producing a, uh, like a, a shallow... TV like, like live special of of uh, a Christmas Carol they call yeah. Scrooge and it's got like you know Mary, hot dancers yeah. and like it's very Mary Lou Renton yeah. is tiny tiny Tim <laughs> is this a movie that I should see I think you should see it yeah man. you should see it I, I, all, all the viewers got, out there the listeners uh, you should see it the the owner of the network is Robert Mitchum mm-hmm. and there's a scene where he pulls uh, Bill Murray aside and he starts to explain to him how many pets are in front of television and he's trying to convince him to to do like uh, shadow programming for pets and it's it's legitimately a great scene that yeah. robert mitchum trying to like convince this guy to put like birds in tv shows uh bobcat goldthwaite bobcat goldthwaite uh, is, yeah. plays a pretty significant role in this movie and yeah. uh he is horrible he's and pretty bad he is how can you fire me He's un- hot, hot off the unbearable. back of uh, police, police academy. academy man. I, you know what? I'm, I'm a Bobcat uh, defender, uh, but man, <laughs> you say that like you've done something terrible. <laughs> I, I stand, okay? I stand with Bobcat. I stand with Bobcat. I don't, don't believe the lies that the media has said. Uh, no, he has not done anything to him, but uh, other than just his general um, work of uh, body of work. You mean uh, he? I don't see how he got to where he got. Too. You know what I mean? Now he's like oh, an and, auteur and a director yeah. and he's great, but his first TV appearances are the most painful thing you've ever seen. And it's literally him screaming and But that was like and, the the heyday of character driven stand up, right? That's true. Yeah. Howie and, Mandel. Uh Dice Clay. Dice. You do like a character and then you get cast as that character. Yeah. Sam Kinison screaming and yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah what a nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> it really was, man. <laughs> like, and then, you know, Larry the cable guy down the road. Uh, well, the greats, you know. Then they this, really this perfect. Film has, so the female lead, it's uh oh, I can't remember her name, but she's from the Indiana, Indiana Jones. Jones. Yeah, it's uh, uh She's really good. Karen Allen. Karen there Allen. it is. <laughs> Carol Kane is the ghost of Pri- uh, Christmas, Christmas present. present. Mm-hmm. She's great. And uh, David Johansson. We'll get to it. Is. Later. Okay. Right, right. Uh, David Johansson's the lead singer of the New York Dolls. Mm-hmm. And also uh, in the 80s, he had a solo career under the name Buster, Buster Poindexter, Dexter, where he did yeah. Hot, Hot, Hot. He put, He's in the movie as well. Anybody want to explain the etymology of Poindexter to the listeners at home? Oh, I have no idea. Poindexter, uh, you know, being synonymous with the term for a, a nerd or a geek. Uh, originated from Felix the Cat mm. and then was also made popular by uh, the character, you know, in Revenge of the Nerds. Yeah, but I don't, was was that character supposed to be Buster Poindexter? Was he supposed to be nerdy? I don't, th- I mean, he was dressed like a, like a 
just he was always like a tuxedo. But uh, hot, hot, hot. The beginning to that music video is hilarious. <laughs> it's it's the most '80s. Like you're like, what is going on? My friend Tim was like, "Have you seen that music video?" I was like, "No." And he's like, "Watch it. There's a lot <laughs> happening in it." And then I was, I always assumed it was like a, a Latin guy singing oh, like, "We made him buy." David Johansson's like a Jersey guy. Yeah, yeah he's fucking yeah. Uh, yeah, that's like the original Chris Gaines. <laughs> Buster Point. <laughs> Buster Point Dexter. <laughs> Like, wait, this is the guy that was in uh, ladies' makeup for years? Yeah, he was in, like, a seminal, like, proto-punk yeah, New York glam, glam rock band. band yeah. Speaking of glam rock, track four, Dan Hartman and Denise Lopez, Love You Take. Oh man, there's so many better songs from 1988 that could have been on this soundtrack, like "Bad Medicine" from Bon Jovi. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you were going. I didn't realize you were going to do the song that was just next on the list, right above this song, as far as how good it was. <laughs> and uh, "Forever Young," Rod Stewart. It's also a bad song. There's yeah. not a lot of great Maybe songs from 1988. I'm going to go as far to say oh, come on. it's a blanket statement. <laughs> it's I funny mean, that this song, "The Love You Take," is it's a line from a Beatles song. It's like you, you know, there's that famous uh, the Chris Farley show, yeah, where he's interviewing Paul McCartney. He's, he's like, like uh, yeah, um, say, uh, uh, "The love you take is equal to love you." Is that true? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, so. oh, sorry. Sorry, man. Yeah, it's awesome, man. <laughs> the idea that you could just take a Beatle, like a famous Beatles line and turn it into this. <laughs> yeah, I'm just like, Pretty wild. Oh. I, uh, I know Dan Hartman from uh, his song, I Can Dream About You. I can dream about you. <laughs> Which is on the Streets of Fire soundtrack. That song um, is... I, I'm not going to say that song is good, but if it came on right now, I'd be happy. Dude, it's a jam. And I remember I sang it, I saw it like in a karaoke book once, and I was like, oh, I got to sing this one. And it was one of those karaokes back in Texas where like there's a guy that's curating it. And he's like, let's hear that. Let's hear it for Chris. And you know, I really took the air out of the room with my I Can Dream About You version. And I was like, oh, sorry, buddy. And like walked off. Oh, and the, uh, the DJ karaoke host waved me over and he's like, no heart. No heart. Why did he decide to tell you that? I don't know. But, <laughs> uh, but that, that music video of um, I Can Dream About You is one of the... It's like they take clips from the movie and then they sort of insert Dan Hartman in the movie as well. And he's like, you know, keeping a watchful eye over these teens. He's a good looking <laughs> like guy. A bartender. Yeah. All right. Just doing some more research on songs from 1988. Because <laughs> I was having a hard time finding good songs. Dude, You've got Nick, Nick is running away from this soundtrack. So yeah. Fast. I'll see you guys later. <laughs> Never going to give you up, Rick Astley. Mm-hmm. If you had to choose between that, Sweet Child of Mine, or let's say Dirty Diana by Michael Jackson. What about uh, Billy Ocean, Get Out of My Dreams That Get Into My Car? Okay, yeah, what about it? <laughs> what about Pour Some Sugar on Me by Def Pour Leppard? Pour Some Sugar on Me. Maybe that's the best song from 88. 
Yeah, I think so. Okay. <laughs> Simply irresistible. Uh, that was also... There's some great ones. Come These on, are all guys. terrible fucking songs. <laughs> Looking like no, Need You Tonight by NXS and, oh, okay. and maybe Faith by George Michael. These are oh, the no, top Faith. songs. Faith is a great song. You gotta have Faith. Gotta have Faith. Gotta have Except faith. for that honky tonk breakdown. I'm not a big fan of that. But <laughs> I don't know what happened with that harmonica <laughs> in that song. All right, Nikki, what do we got up next? Up next, we've got Cool Modi with Get Up and Dance. To sink, bodies and leg, hands clap, beat the tap, bend your back, don't even think about trying to sit down. Cause it's time to get down. Take a glance, take a chance, make your advance. Get up and dance. Wow, cool mode. Cool mode. Cool mode. We don't get much hip hop on these soundtracks that we review. And uh for 1988 hip hop from the Murray movie, this isn't it's as big. bad as it could be. That's I true. Kinda, I kind of like that sample. I like this is you know. There's a couple Kumo D songs that I like. It it, it makes me uh, really appreciate rapping that we have like now and in the '90s and how much better rap got than like there was pants and the dance, dance in your pants, <laughs> do the dance and don't go to France. Do the do. It's like some very simplistic <laughs> lyrics uh, up until like '92. You heard it straight from Darden. Do not go to France. <laughs> It's true. I feel like, yeah, until like Rakim kind of came on the scene, it yeah. was very much just like, uh, what is going on with this soundtrack? Hey, man, it was 1988. Yeah. Taste was dead. Yeah, uh, man, this was the year the soundtracks died. Do we know what Cool Modi's uh, real name is? Uh, can we take a guess? Yes, please. Cool uh, uh, Moose Devon. Close. Uh, Mar- <laughs> Marvin uh, Marvin Dinkelman. It's a uh, Mohandas Deweese. Okay, Mohandas. I was gonna maybe not my next guess, but okay. I would have gotten you, it. Yeah, you guys would have gotten it. I was just helping you guys along. He did a song called "I Go to Work" that I remember liking quite a bit. He did the original "Wild Wild West." It wasn't with the Stevie Wonder sample, I don't think. But, mm-hmm. uh, no, Kumo dude. I mean, he's he's had a pretty. He's got a Grammy. Yeah, uh, one of the first rappers to ever win a Grammy. I just remember there's an album cover where he has like the slickest fucking '80s shades that. He looks like a Johnny Mnemonic kind of future sunglasses. <laughs> These guys? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah the, uh, like on the top right one there. Yeah, he totally it's looks like a, a future bad guy. <laughs> yeah. He looks like a, like a Wesley Snipes uh, henchman from Demolition Man. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's not of uh, yeah, I'm on board, a, man. We're getting hip-hop. He's a future man. He's a future your Christmas spirit? <laughs> Power and fear. Got to have faith. In the face of spooky Christmas, 2019. <laughs> do we have a little Crimbus uh, game coming up? We do have a game. Who put together a game this I week? I put together a little oh. holiday game for oh. you guys. Bone-chilling holiday Bone game. Bone-chilling holiday <laughs> game. So stay tuned. And then uh, at the end of the episode, we are going to Christmas ghost style. We're going to recommend a song from... The past, the present, and the future. So stay tuned. Extra chilly. Hey everybody, thank you for listening to the Tracklisting Podcast. We want to hear from you. So if you've got a soundtrack recommendation, a suggestion, a review, 
Uh, did I mispronounce something? Or uh, if you just want to hurl insults at us, or you just want to say, hey, uh, please reach out to us. You can find us on Instagram at tracklistingpodcast, Twitter at tracklistingpod, or email us tracklistingpodcast at gmail.com. If you enjoy listening to the podcast, uh, why don't you tell a friend that you think might enjoy it as well? Uh, or maybe tell two. Yeah. And they tell two friends. And they, and they tell, tell two, two friends. friends. And they <laughs> tell two friends. <laughs> That's how you start a movement. Yeah. And also, uh, if you like the recommendations we've got, uh, you can check out our official track listing playlist on Spotify. Oh, yeah, tell tell people about the, the playlist on Spotify. And then they'll tell two friends. And, and they'll, they'll tell two, two friends. friends. <laughs> we love y'all. Thanks for listening. Thanks, guys. Welcome back to Track Listing. We have another edition of Tinseltown Tunes! Tinseltown Tunes for the folks at home, first-time listeners. This is a game of actors singing in movies. Bone-chilling Christmas edition. Very spooky! Spooky Christmas edition. A lot of ghosts. I'm going to play a couple of clues, and these guys are going to have to guess the actor... And the name of the movie in which this song appears. Terrifying! Terrifying stuff. This is a game where we learn that Chris and Caleb have not watched any of the same movies. That's very true. Where am I in this game? (laughs) You've never seen anything. (laughs) All right. Moving into clue one. Let's hear that first clue. Now, this song is a duet. Mm. And I want both names. And I want the name of the movie. Okay? This should be a practice. So let's hear it. Iris lives next door to Arthur. He's a doodly doo. <laughs> and also a doodly doo. A scroodly doo, is it? I didn't know it. Yeah. And fruitly doo. <laughs> we both said fruitly. I'm impressed. You are a prodigy, a doodle prodigy. Okay. It's a, a flash forward to next week's episode. <laughs> maybe, maybe. You hear Jack Black. Okay. Yeah, I, I don't. <laughs> the uh, the film is not popping into my head, or even I the recognize that co-star. like cute little voice there at the end. So something yeah. heartwarming. The That's Jack so, Black. I'm so glad you guys got Jack Black because it doesn't sound like him. <laughs> not at all. <laughs> it's great. Not, not like it's, anything he would ever do. Way it's out of character. Dude. <laughs> So, uh, School of Rock, did he, who was, no, not School of Rock, Ooh. were you squinting, you're, you're nodding, you're It's a 2006 shaking. rom-com. I'm thinking like, maybe rom-com. like a Shallow oh, Hal. Shallow Hal with, uh, Hal why, why don't you try to, uh, let's play it again, but try to listen to the female voice. <laughs> try your best. Are you saying I'm sexist? No. To He's a doodly doo, <laughs> and also a doodly doo, a scroodly doo. Is it? I didn't know it. Yeah. And fruitly doo. <laughs> we both said fruitly. I'm impressed. You are a prodigy, a doodle prodigy. Oh man. Okay. What was the year? 2000? 2006. 2006. Still like Natalie Portman. I remember. This is uh, holiday edition. This is like Crimba yeah, special. Crimba, the Crimba special. Was that so. Michael Sarah with a woman's voice and it's year one? <laughs> hey, warmer. Uh, uh, Jack Black in a Christmas movie. Nick, come on, help me. What? A- and I also said rom-com. 
Remember yeah. Jack Black's? He's I was thinking Shallow Hell. That was my first thought, but we're not uh... eating rom com, man. It's not Shallow Hell, but uh, you're on you're on they're on the right track. Shit. Okay, Jack Black Christmas. This is holiday edition. It's got so, that holiday tinkle, that terrifying Christmas that tinkle, terrifying swell. Just <laughs> <laughs> all right, one more time, and that's all you guys are gonna get. Okay, scootily do. Iris lives next door to Arthur. He's a doodly doo. <laughs> and also a doodly doo. A scrootly doo, is it? I didn't know it. Yeah. And fruitly doo. We both said fruitly. I'm impressed. You are a prodigy, a doodle prodigy. Arthur and Iris? Living next door. All right. I don't you know. You guys are stumped. Yeah. I'm stumped. What is it? That other voice is Kate Winslet in a little movie called The Holiday. Oh. <laughs> the Holiday. The it's Holiday. Not, definitely have not oh, seen it. I don't the even only, remember it. It's one of the only Cameron movies. Diaz. Yeah, Cameron Diaz is in it. It's one of the only movies where Jack Black plays like, uh, like he's not even supposed to be that funny. He's a, a romantic interest. So That's right. The holiday. Sorry. All right. What a great soundtrack. <laughs> you guys both get half a point. Uh, I'm marking it down. I don't know how I can see so many movies and none of them are the movies that you see. There, Anyways, there are 10 holiday movies, by the way, and I kept saying, this one's a holiday. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. All right. Let's go to Clue 2. Right, clue 2. This, uh, this is another duet. and I'm going to need both names and the movie. Let's hear it. I ought to say no, 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 Mind sir. if I move in? At least I'm gonna say that I try. What's the sense of hurting my pride? I really can't stay. Baby, it's cold outside. All right, I think I'm locked in. Okay. It's funny because I don't know if I've even seen this whole movie. Well, I haven't seen anything, so. Is it uh, Will Ferrell and Zoe Deschanel and Elf? That is correct. That is correct. It's kind of a strange song for yes. Will Ferrell to be singing when he's like a Elf. Yes. An elf Somehow man. he knows that song. Yes. <laughs> I saw that. that. The creepiest, the creepiest yeah. holiday song yeah. in the world. Yeah. And he's singing it while she's in the shower and he doesn't know he's in the bathroom. So... Oh. <laughs> That so is I, true. It's great. Very cute too. movie. Hey, you guys, yeah, full point. Hope you find hey, your dad, buddy. Hope you find your dad. All right. Clue three. Uh, apologies for the sound on this one. It's a little muffled, but, you know. We we'll to... brand it up in post. Okay. Good deal. Let's hear clue number three. One name, one movie. Let's hear it. I just always want to say Mark Wahlberg when I'm not sure. <laughs> really selling it in that clip, man. Okay. Yeah, man, that a, is... Do we have a year in that? Is 1990? 1990? Did you say 1980? 1980? 1990. 1990. 1990. 1990. 1990. 1990. 1990. 1990. 1990. 1990. 1990. 1990. 1990. 1990. 1990. 1990. 1990. 1990. 1990. 1990. 1990. 1990. 1990. 
No. Let's hear that clue once more. Not maybe once or twice, but. Back to the snowman. Was a jolly and happy son. He was smoking his pipe, baby. His two eyes were made cold. Back to the snowman. Is a fairy tale they say. He was made of ice and snow. Ready. Oh, I just cannot place that scene in that movie. Um, 1998. 1998. 1998. This is the intro to the movie. Uh, this was recorded live at a concert in Denver within the film. So hopefully that gives you some idea. <laughs> this has nothing to do with Chevy Chase. This um, has is, this, is, this a, is this a comedy? Yes. Comedy it's, 1998. It's, it's supposed to be. <laughs> Holiday it's comedy. It's a heartwarming comedy classic. Classic? No. <laughs> 1998. I remember there was like a Michael Keaton turns into a snowman movie. Is this Michael Keaton? <laughs> it is Michael Keaton. Um, Can we name the movie? Uh, is it called Jack Frost? Jack Frost. It's called Jack Frost. Yeah! Is Michael Keaton and Jack Frost. <laughs> All right. Hinting about what he's about to become. Caleb's a musician? I know that he was like not around his kids. And yeah, he was, was an absentee right. musician I dad. Know, I thought he just had like an office job or something. I never saw that. So you thought. Oh, boy. Maybe Caleb gets a point. I get maybe a half point. Yeah, it was good. It was good. You I guess think. Are, uh, it's neck think and neck. <laughs> that movie probably sat on the shelf for about 11 years because that sounds like it was made in 1987. It had to. If you want to watch that movie now, it costs fifteen ninety nine, no matter what yeah. you want. Well, here's the thing. Um, I wrote Jack Frost in 1982, but the technology wasn't there to really make Michael Keaton into a, a real believable snowman. And then 98 happened, and then, you know, well, you guys know the rest. Let's hear clue number four. <laughs> Moving on straight away. Moving on to the last clue for all the marbles. Clue for money more. Put up a tree, free. sports on TV. <sighs> I want to be free, yeah, to feel the way I feel. Eh, 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 eh. Man, I feel like some Christmas. Oh, 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 oh. Is that Molly Shannon? It is Molly Shannon. That is Molly Shannon. It is Molly Shannon. Out of out of way. That's great. All right. Uh, What year is uh... this movie? Is two thousand and two. All right. Is that Molly Shannon in Bad Santa or something? No. Is it an adult like a rated R film or is it it is not rated R? It is a family. It is a kids film. Yeah. There is another male voice in that, if you listen closely. I can almost picture the film. Let's get the clue one more time. Yeah. Put up a tree! Free. Sports on TV! <sighs> I want to be free, yeah, to feel the way I feel. And, 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 man, I feel like some Christmas. Oh, 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 oh. Is this Christmas with the Cranks? It's not it's Christmas for the Cranks. Is that so. a Shania Twain song? Yeah, she's <laughs> bastardizing a Shania Twain song. She's um, a woman that loves Christmas. Uh, the, the name of the film was Gaze Me. I can immediately recognize okay, what, Molly Shannon. Um, do you, can you I can, I can picture her like wearing like like the Christmas sweater. Like 
Sort of. She's a blonde in this movie. She's wearing... The jingling you hear are Christmas, like, uh, chimes, or, like, charms that she wears year-round to stay in the spirit. <laughs> no, I've, I've definitely not seen this movie. I have no idea. This what is it. a sequel... The Santa Claus 2. This is the Santa Claus 2. Yeah. This oh, is the Santa Claus 2. Yeah. This is the Santa good. Claus 2. Very good. All right. Nick takes it. Okay. <laughs> Not too shabby. That was the scene uh, where, again, okay, so the. So the, that was Tim Allen in the background. Tim Allen. That's right. Laughing in the that's background. Right. Uh, the Santa Claus 2, I guess the Santa Claus, or it's the Mrs. Claus, in that he has to, like, you know, in, in the sequel, oh, they're like, to. well, if you got to be Santa, you have to have a wife. And this is like his bad first date with some woman that's obsessed with Santa and Christmas. And he's like, ugh, too much. And you're like, you're about to force a woman to live on the North Pole with you. Go for it. (laughs) It's so sad that they won't let Tim Allen make any more Santa Claus movies because of his politics. (laughs) That fucker had the number one movie, the number one book, and the number one TV show all at the same time. It was the Santa Claus, Home Improvement, and whatever, like, I'm a, I've got a book. It's got one of the best uh, celebrity mug shots when he was busted for uh, dealing cocaine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, Jesus. It's cocaine. Like yeah. Solid mustache. Oh, that'll take us right into this Miles Davis song. <laughs> yeah, well, let's thank Chris for Truly bone chilling. I am frozen. Still terrified. This is track six, Miles Davis. Larry Carlton, David Sanborn, and Paul Schaefer. <laughs> we three kings of Orient are. You don't hear many people talking about jazz synthesizers. Sorry, I just fell asleep for a second. (laughs) It's like people talk about, obviously, Miles Davis with the trumpet. Mm -hmm. You got the the drums. But people don't really talk about the, uh, like, the Vangelis jazz synths just... (laughs) I mean, I love a lot of the people that played on that track, but, like, individually or with their contributions to other... Larry Carlton yeah. played on like so many Steely Dan songs. You know, he's, he's fantastic, man. Dude, Paul Schaefer, I give him a lot of shit because he's, you know, he was uh, <laughs> like David Letterman's punching bag for twenty years. But uh, he's been in some awesome music collaborations. Dude, and he stuff wrote like that. Uh, "It's Raining Men." Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Awesome. It's awesome. <laughs> uh, I Paul say, Schaefer wrote It's Raining Men. Yeah, Paul Schaefer. <laughs> Just in case. It. It, was, uh, it was like a, a writing couple. Um, yeah, but, oh, that's track, though. Oh, in, in this movie, um, the, these musicians are playing the song they're busking mm-hmm. in a scene. And mm-hmm. uh, Bill Murray's like asshole character like 
like pushes his way through them and like it's like aren't the police supposed to get rid of these people? Yeah. And it's like Miles Davis. Do you think Bill Murray played a convincing bad guy? I don't think I was very convinced. I was convinced that he was an asshole. I think that the uh, the turn at the end was unconvincing. Yeah. Because he was just, just kind of like, it's Christmas. Let's just have a good time. I'm like, that's not, you're not, not a good you, person now just because you want to dance. Yeah, I mean, I, I can say that he came off as an asshole in the trailer. <laughs> he's, I think he's, he's definitely, I think uh, in the filming of this film, he came off as an asshole. Yeah. I think he was famously really difficult on this shoot. I mean, apparently, he, right? Yeah, you know, he's a lot of problems with the director and bad. vice versa. This was peak Murray, where they were kind of letting him do whatever the hell he wants. This was like, you know, uh, the three of us have joked around about him hurling a, uh, oh yeah, <laughs> an ashtray at Richard Dreyfus's face when he was like, Richard Dreyfus was like, "Hey, we're about to work together." I don't know if you've read the script. And he's like, "No one <laughs> likes you." <laughs> <laughs> Threw an ashtray at his forehead. Oh man! Uh, yeah, it, it, power move. Un- untouchable at that point, though he was, you know, comedy powerhouse. They let him do whatever the hell he wants. I saw you that uh, it was uh, somebody did a screen grab of an old interview, like an old Playboy interview with Al Pacino. Yeah, uh, and they were talking about, um, you know, this was like in the kind of heyday of seventies, uh, eighties, like uh, sci-fi. And they were kind of like feeling him out, like how do you? And it's like Star Wars. How do you feel? It's like oh, I don't know. Like I don't yeah. care about Star Wars. And they're like. Uh, you know, encounters of the third kind. Like, and he's like, oh, I don't know. Like, and he's like, well, would you go into an alien ship of land? He's like, not if Richard Dreyfus was there. Not <laughs> Dreyfus. Like, it's insane. Everybody hated oh, Richard Dreyfus. Oh. No one likes Dreyfus. <laughs> I mean, I've said it before. Oh wow, Dreyfus. Dreyfus. Oh no, not a good guy. <laughs> I'm really spooked by this. Don't next like him too much. Track that I'm. <laughs> just everything about the artist and the song and. Everything about this. Let's have it. Let's just rip off the band-aid. Track seven is Robbie Robertson, Christmas Must Be Tonight, written by Robbie Robertson. (laughs) The wheels start turning, torches start burning, and behold a wise man turning from the That is Robbie Robertson from The Band. Yeah, man. Lead singer, oh lead songwriter of The Band. Fucking Scorsese didn't make a documentary about this song, but you can't win them all. Right this after The Last Waltz. The, yeah, this didn't make The Last Waltz. Yeah, yeah this wasn't it. This is The Dance After The Waltz. Okay. Oh, well, I, what happened? <laughs> the idea of the song is like, huh, this must be Christmas. Th-. You're like, well, is it the 25th of December? Yeah. <laughs> God, all the signs are everywhere. This... This must be Christmas. <laughs> like, yeah. You know when Christmas is. I just like, think of when you listen to any, like, like the Eagles when in the 80s, like Len Fry, and uh, it's like, it's so 80s, like, weird pop rock, like, yeah. synth. And it's the same thing with Robbie Robertson and the band. There was just the, the transition from the 70s to the 80s just... It wrecked so many aesthetics. And, and it was also when all these major people were going solo. And so it was like, oh, you don't need a band at all. You just yeah. get in the studio. We crank out some weird sense, And then you just, you know, sing something 
fucking lame over. It's just like fucking Robbie Robertson with they, a mullet. Were they, were they excited about this at one point? Like, we got Robbie on board. Yeah, man. I don't know. Yeah, Robbie, know. the band. We got Robbie. The band. You know, I mean, hey. He's got his own studio now at his house. <laughs> oh, what garbage He's is this? He's got fucking Bob Dylan's beeper number. You can page Bob Dylan. Page Bob. I sent him a 911, but he's not. I'm hanging out by the payphone. He hasn't called. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, like, what what would have happened if the Rolling Stones just kept cranking out hits all through the 80s? They did some in the 80s. Did they really? They still happen. Yeah. Oh, man. I thought they, like, They survived a lot better than, I mean... Blood transfusions, man. That's the secret to good pop music. Virgin blood. I would argue that, like, Paul McCartney did some really good 80s music. Yeah. Yeah. Especially like artists from the 60s trying to make it through the 80s are pretty rough. Yeah. Neil Young had some great stuff. Yeah. I, I mean, if that track was any indication, <laughs> track eight, not an original song. This is Buster Poindexter performing Van Morrison's Brown Eyed Girl. Hey, where did we go? Days when the rains came. Down in Buster Poindexter. It's David Johansson of the New York Dolls and also acting in this film. You you hear this song in the movie in the background, but when I was watching it, I was like, oh, there's a Van Morrison. Because you can't, it's like it's low yeah. enough, you can't tell. There's my. I'm a huge Van Morrison fan. and uh, All I, of it? I like, yeah. All of it? I appreciate Every Van Morrison. Every single song. Uh, Even when he went crazy and dresses like a gangster and sings, <laughs> obsessed yeah, with songs about Jesus. <laughs> Right. Loves it all. I appreciate him now more than ever after hearing Buster blow out that Brown Eyed Girls cover. Uh, a very faithful cover. Yeah. yeah. But uh, disappointing nonetheless. Mm. I, th- I mean, what a what a myth. <laughs> uh, Buster Poindexter, you know, he's had a crazy career, man. I don't know. I... He's great in this movie, by the way. He is it's like good. The, the greasy, gross, like New York cab driver that can drive through other cars and stuff. Yeah, he's like the car, you know, in the trailer. It's really great because he drives, <laughs> he walks through walls, and then Bill Murray can't walk yeah. through walls. And he's like, ah. I maintain that the movie is pretty watchable. He's a good part of it's, it. Yeah, the ghosts okay. are all great. That's true. The ghosts are all great. Carol Kane, great. Okay, uh, and then the the future the one, future it, one. It, it becomes like a uh, Ron Perlman. Yeah, is it? No, <laughs> <laughs> it becomes like right. a Just yeah. Any monster in any movie, <laughs> but it's like you know, it turns into Beetlejuice when it's like the weird future. Yeah, it's like a Tim Burton future. Yeah, eighties future, so scary. Past, <laughs> <laughs> present, and future coming yeah. up soon. Yeah, we're pulling into track nine, the last track on the soundtrack. Hopefully, with some good news. This is Natalie Cole. With the Christmas song, Chestnuts Roasting on an Open Fire. And so I'm offering this simple phrase to kids from one to 92. 
Although it's been said many times, many ways, Merry Christmas to you. Hey, Merry Christmas, guys. Oh, uh, so That was uh, not what I was expecting. It was fine, whatever. <laughs> that song in particular. A Merry Christmas song. Merry Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> Nat King Cole's uh, See, you guys daughter. are two Scrooges. And you know why? Because you have your weird Christmas birthdays that have poisoned you against the entire holiday. Is that it? No. Yeah, that's no. what's wrong with them. Yeah. Um, no, this is just what, a bad soundtrack. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's a yeah. bad soundtrack. What Caleb is referencing is that, and this is no lie, uh, Nick is born on Christmas Eve. Christmas Eve, baby. And, and Chris is the day after. The day after Christmas. And I was so. born in the summer like a normal human being. <laughs> well, that's why my name is uh, Christopher. Oh. Christopher Kringle Darden. <laughs> and my name being Nicholas has nothing to do with that. Saint Nicholas. <laughs> nothing at all to do with that. Named after other, you know, family members. <laughs> so send us your gifts. Uh, send us all we'll, the Christmas gifts. We'll put out uh, Nick's address and uh, Caleb's address. Yeah, we're going to publish <laughs> yeah, publish all our address. personal details. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, you're, you guys are Scrooges. You need to have... Uh, Hopefully this year you're haunted. Maybe it'll warm those uh, ice cold hearts of yours. Yeah, and then I'll come out and be like, "Let's party! Let's party! Hey. I'm gonna like kiss this lady yeah. that, I, that works for me. I'm I think. Gonna, yeah, spin you around, <laughs> know, and then man. you'll know I've I've changed because I'm acting like a manic, crazy person on drugs. That Before was, that was the worst part of the yeah. movie. Before we God. recommend a track, we will have to yeah. rate Let's this soundtrack. Son, okay. son of a bitch. And in our uh, tradition, uh, we'll have Chris give Chris us a Chris. initial rating. So I think it's important to. <laughs> Um, when you take your time, when you are thumbing through soundtracks at your local record store and you come across the Scrooged album, you're not going to think like, well, this isn't going to, this is going to blow my socks up. Like, so I think context of this is a Christmas movie, 15 stars on the Christmas tree, 15 stars on the Christmas tree. Um, you know, if you buy of all Christmas (laughs) albums out there, which I do not care for. Um, this is, this would be fine, I guess. Um, there's a couple of songs that I enjoy on this. And like, if this were playing at a Christmas party, I wouldn't care. Uh, so I'm going to give this 6.1 out of 15, 6.1 out of 15 Christmas tree stars. Your heart has grown three sizes. (laughs) That's a very generous score. All right, Nick, let's hear your, your pan. The who's outside my window right now. I am the Grinch. <laughs> I mean, this collection of songs as an album, as a, as a soundtrack, is maybe the biggest no thank you that I've ever listened to. I don't know. The soundtrack is terrible. Uh, I would say... Dan Hartman, Annie Lennox, Al Green. Uh, you know, you're saying people's names that have successful music careers. Yeah, I know. You know, individually. Robbie Robertson. <laughs> Robbie Robertson. Paul Schaefer. Of the band. Paul Schaefer. Letterman. Larry Carlton. Miles Davis. <laughs> One of my favorites. But, you know, the soundtrack. Oh, boy. Uh, I'm going to have to go uh, 0. 0.8. <laughs> 0. 0.8. Whoa, your lowest score. I tried to give another soundtrack a zero, but uh, Chris and I almost got into a fist fight. You're such a Scrooge. I am damn Scrooge. I'm Scrooge on Chris on Crimbus this year. You know what? I'm in the spirit. 
I'm in the spirit, gay. I can't. Okay. <laughs> Merry Christmas, everyone. Merry Christmas. All right. So now it's my turn to uh, to rate this. Number one, I'm gonna start listing the things that the soundtrack has going for it. Nine songs. That's a that's a merciful, mercifully small. Shortest soundtrack we've ever covered. It might not be good, but it's short. <laughs> uh, Brown Eyed Girl, bad cover, but at least it's covered by somebody in the picture. It's just not a needlessly bad cover. Uh, the Cool Modi, I like that there's a little bit of hip-hop on here. Um, you can God. call that hip-hop. Al Green is one of my favorite singers of all time. Annie Lennox, I love. Yeah, that's a really bad soundtrack, man. I'll give it like a 1.8. Fucking guys, make me go first. And I feel bad for rating it. This guy's, this guy's a con I, I, artist, man. Don't, yeah. don't yell at us because you love this soundtrack. <laughs> I never said that. No, but if you love it so much, why don't you marry it? I'm trying to your feelings. I'm the Scrooge. (laughs) (laughs) I was born on Christmas. I know the meaning of Christmas. (laughs) Wait, what? (laughs) I know the meaning of Christmas. This is not it. Yeah, well, it's whatever. I'll defend the movie, not the soundtrack. But thanks for listening, everybody. Yeah, thank you guys for listening. Before we go, we do have to add some songs to the track listing Spotify playlist. Some terrifying Christmas songs uh first of all the ghost of christmas past caleb brown you have been visited by the spotify playlist recommendation of the past Uh, i chose a song um that i played a lot in my past uh reminds me of a past life i used to dj with this song quite a bit um this is a song uh called when we were young uh, but the sneaky sound system, but it's the Breakbot remix, and Breakbot's a fantastic DJ that remixes some really, really dancey, really fun songs. And so uh, let's uh, let's hear when we were young Breakbot remix. What is the the original band? Uh, Sneaky Sound System. Sneaky Sound System. They're an Australian band, and uh, they've got some great songs as well. And the original song is great too. When we were young, um, it's in a little bit, it's a little bit more um, reminiscent of the past, perhaps. But I like the Breakbot remix a little bit better. And, That's fun, man. Uh, I, I would encourage you to check out um, Breakbot over Sneaky Sound System, but. Yeah, Breakbot's great. Yeah, yeah. I can contest. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Breakbot. Breakbot, one word. <laughs> Merry Christmas, everyone. All right. Well, uh, this week I am the ghost of Christmas present. And uh, for my recommendation, it's actually a song from 1983. It's a song that I've mentioned on the soundtrack before, but we haven't heard it. Um, I believe it plays in the film Empire Records, but it's not on the soundtrack. Uh, I I the band The The. This is a song by Matt Johnson. This is the day. All the money in the world Couldn't buy back those days You fall back your heads And the sun burns into your eyes You watch a plane flying Across a blue sky This is a day Your life will surely change This is a day
I mean, yeah, I was waiting for that melodica. Seize the day songs are always kind of cheesy, but I love that song. I love the album Soul Mining. It's a great record, and uh, check it out if you haven't listened to it. It's a great tune. I love that song. Nikki, Ghost of Christmas Future? 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 Ghost of Christmas Future. Uh, What do you got for us? I have got a track from Jeff Lynn, and Jeff Lynn is contacting us from the future in this song. From the year 2095. This is the song Yours Truly, 2095. (laughs) Spooky stuff from the future. Guess you know the year is 2095. Jeff Lynn is writing a letter, uh, he, <laughs> <laughs> which is something that people do in the future. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's all letters. Yeah. He, he's sending a letter to another time. He's basically dating a uh, a robot in 2095, who he he loves, uh, but does certainly does not love him back. <laughs> Uh, she's as cold as ice. She's also a telephone, though. She's also a telephone. And he misses... Uh, you can't really tell what the nature of the relationship or the time travel for Jeff Lynn is in this song, but the letter is to his lover from you know the previous time. Maybe it's 1981 when this uh, ELO Time album came out. But Je- Jeff is pretty spooked. And, uh, <laughs> you know, maybe it's Christmas Day and he misses his old... Uh, girlfriend and his new robot girlfriend doesn't understand the meaning of Christmas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even though she has an uh, IQ of uh, one thousand. Well, <laughs> after the twenty fifty Christmas wars, um, yeah. they scrubbed all of the meaning of Christmas from everyone's hearts. Yeah, so. that was <laughs> when they finally outlawed Christmas for good. Mm-hmm. How Jeff Lynn is time traveling, we it still remains uncertain. <laughs> <laughs> But he is right. writing letters from 2095. It's a great, it's a great, great song. song, man. Yeah, it's a great song. Right. Well, great album, Caleb. Thank you, everybody, for yeah. listening. Merry <laughs> Christmas, Caleb. Happy Hanukkah. Yeah. You guys, however you celebrate, uh, whatever God you believe in, whatever in. Whatever is favorite soundtrack you have, Happy uh, let us know. Recommend a God on our uh, Instagram. What? <laughs> okay, interesting take there. <laughs> Have a fantastic holiday season. Keep on rocking in the free world. 